right? Like my dad goes to sleep. My dad will tell me blatantly. He's like, you know, every night I can't go to sleep because I legit have anxiety, Avisha, that, you know, you're 28 and you're not married yet. And I'm like, you want to know what I go to sleep worrying about? I legit go to sleep worrying that like, you know, people don't believe in abortion and that kids are going to be forced to be born because, and then born into the system or like there's homeless people or, you know, like the world is shit and there's so much hate and you're never really going to change a racist. Like, you know, like this is the stuff that keeps me up at night. And here you are going to sleep, worrying about your one daughter, like not getting married who like that shouldn't even be a problem. Right. (laughs) And that's just the crazy, crazy generational gap that we, as I, as a, first generation Indian American born girl. That's just one thing. <laughs> it's so different. I'm Haitian. So when it comes to like talking about like marriage and stuff like that, um yeah, my parents ask me about it every once in a while, but it's not the same it's not the same pressure that I've been hearing um from other um South Asian women where it's yes, just like because Brandon you have a penis. <laughs> that is why. <laughs> About, but, but how does your dad bring that up? Like, does he just like, like now that you're 28, like, can you compare it to like how, when you were like 25, like, is it like, is he more like <laughs> naggy about it? Wait, you want me to compare the conversation about marriage that my dad has with me now compared to when I was 25? Boy, it- he, he wished I was married at 18, man, okay? <laughs> Yeah. My dad literally told me I was, I'm in grad. I just graduated my, with my master's degree two months ago. Okay. And in my first semester, in my first semester of graduate school, he was like, you know, I always thought if you, if you don't want to get married, you, you could just, if you don't want to finish school, you could just get married. I have somebody, we could set something up next month. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> You better back up. <laughs> but you know, it's like it's just like I wouldn't even know. Like I, I don't, I can't even comprehend that pressure. If like, like my dad says something like that, or my mom came up to me, I'll just be like, um, like no, like you know what I mean. Like I don't know yeah. how to even like. It's how do you no, de-escalate it, that? It goes deeper. Let me ask you a question, okay? It let's switch the interview here for like just a second. Um. When your parents come to you about marriage, what is it like? Is it about what type of girl you're bringing home, what color her skin is, what she does, where her family comes from, what her family does, what caste system her family is in? Do your parents come to you with that, like that much of a checklist? Nah. Or is it just, Uh -uh. hey, Brandon, you're 28. You should find a girl any girl, whoever you want, just get married. Because that's not what it's like in this world. (laughs) It's really not. It's a terrible, terrible wake-up call. We got to worry about skin color. We got to worry about the last name. We got to worry about where this guy's family is from, what this family does, how big their bank account is, right? We don't care about if they treat you right. We don't care. Like, they, not we. I'm not going to say we. They don't care about if this man treats you right. They don't care about if this man loves you. They don't care about if this man knows how to clean his own damn clothes or cook his own damn food, right? 
they just want to know they just want you to get married so that it's less of a burden on them so that they can say okay my life is officially complete my kid is married not oh my baby girl like my girl got a job got her own place got her own car living on her own she don't need support from me no more no it's my girl's married and that's literally the last thing i needed to worry about i can die any day after this wedding like literally that's what they think <laughs> oh, question i know that obviously they care and you're surrounded by this pressure all the time do you care <laughs> I, do you think about that when you you know go on a date or meet somebody is it in the back of I your don't mind care. i don't care in the moment and then I start caring when things get serious because I'm just like, shit, I do care about how it's going to affect their feelings, but then that's all I care about. I want to, if, if I meet someone, I don't care what color they are. I don't care where they're from. I don't care about anything, but I do care about how it's going to affect them. And then I base the remainder of what I'm feeling and what I care about after that. Because I'm sorry, mom and dad, but y'all ain't going to listen to y'all. All right. Unless there's some goddamn freak accident. I'm so sorry. Like we have, to, I'm sorry. If you're woke enough to like keep that mentality, you need to keep that mentality running. That control is all they think about. They, they love that. And I know my dad in particular loves that, right? He just loves to have that sense of control that, Oh, I found my daughter's husband. I did this. I made this happen. Right. It's not about, Oh, she went out in the world she found somebody she loved right or she found somebody she wants to spend the rest of her life with no it's not about that they want to know you this man gotta look better on paper than what he is in real life okay <laughs> that's what it's about y'all ever heard let me teach you a word let me teach you a vocabulary bio data. today uh, bio data yes! wait, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, bio data. What is a bio data? It is your name, it is your birthplace, it is your horoscope, it is the exact time, the second that you were born, it is what your parents do, it's what you do, it's a resume, it's a husband resume, right? It's a, no, sorry, it's a husband wife resume. Yeah. So you gotta look oh, good man. on paper. You gotta look good on paper for me to even consider going on a date with you. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it's very similar. I'm, I'm from Albanian culture. Like, literally, my mom has had a girl from her best friend who was like, we were like 12. She's been trying to get me to like marry her for years. Yes! She's trying <laughs> so to get you to collect that. Go collect that. That's it. She's like, I planned this forever. I'm like, are you kidding? I was like, this is not happening. Never. <laughs> Same, yo. I got some childhood friends. I got like two childhood friends where their parents are just like, oh, you should go talk to Avisa. You know her for a very long time. Family, very, very nice. You should go talk to them. And I'm just like, boy, you better back the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, you so hard. <laughs> I have a question, actually. Uh, do you shy away from this because of all the pressure? Or is it just kind of something like, okay, you'll, you'll marry an Indian guy if he comes along? Or do you shy away from it because of all the pressure from young age? Hell no, 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 I don't. There's some girls that actively choose not to marry Indian men because mm -hmm. of like all the shit they grew up with, with, you know, with growing up. I don't do that. I look at, yo, fucking equality is equality. I'm not looking at you on the outside. I'm legit looking at you on the inside. Are you dope? Can you handle my craziness? Can you handle a conversation? Okay, you could be a fucking Muppet. 
I'm a Mario ass if I like you enough, okay? <laughs> I get it. <sighs> well, actually, Brandon, Brandon, I remember he told me, I'm not sure if it's for Indians, that there's like a website. Oh, Brandon, you know more about, oh, yes, about that. Oh, yeah, there's another one. Shadi.com. It's literally wedding.com. <laughs> <laughs> Have you known no, anyone who's that even or better. used that? Got, yeah, I knew people that used it, and they ended up in happy marriages. I am not against it. I want any whatever way you need to go to find love, you go and do it. But it's not the only way. I don't want I don't want parents going to their kids and being like, "Oh, see, look, Nalini found a girl. A Nalini found a girl. Oh shit, that's a whole other aspect. Sorry, Nalini found a guy on Shadi.com, so you should go find a guy on Shadi.com because it worked for this one person. No, bitch. Back up. <laughs> I'm going to a club. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's not where you go to meet men. I mean, if you do, that's fine. Whatever. I don't discriminate. But <laughs> um, I don't shy away. I've dated men of so many. I've dated so many cultures. It's like I could count them on my hands and my feet and probably in my hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. I don't discriminate. I I like to think that like there's some things that I've grown up with in my culture and my generation that have scarred me. But that is not one of them. Adventure and discovery and self self discovery and learning about who you are every day is something that I never shy away from. And I would never want to like miss any opportunity because I I'm resentful or I'm fearful of something. Mm. Right? Because you can yeah. be held back in so many aspects if you if you let that concept influence you. And that scares me. That scares the hell out of me. Well, you said, you just said something very interesting. You said it's not one of the things that this particular topic, I guess about getting married and stuff, it's not one of the things that scarred you, but what, in, within your culture, what, what can you think of one thing that maybe has? Oh, oh no, not, not, I, I meant that as uh, meeting new people and dating oh, dating different cultures hasn't scarred me. Marriage has scarred me. <laughs> I grew up with parents that the only time my parents would talk to each other is when my dad would say, warm up the food. That's it. Like, there was no love. There was no play. There was no laughing. There really wasn't that much happiness. It was just two people living in a house with two kids. And the only time they talked was to say, okay, I'm ready for dinner, warm up the food, or hey, we're, we're going to this person's house this weekend, right? Mm. Um, and I think, <clears throat> I like to think, of, I tell my mom all the time, I'm just like, damn, girl, you, you lucky I am not like some crazy, sad, depressed person, like, you know, that like grew up thinking resentment in that regard, if I end up with someone, I want to make sure it was the complete opposite of your marriage. And I have no problem telling my mom that it would hurt my dad a little bit more, but I really have no problem telling my mom that. And because she's a divorcee and she's single, she never got remarried. She's living her best fucking life. And it's amazing. And I can have these types of conversations with her that like, yeah, your marriage scarred the hell out of me. And I'm afraid of it. I really am because you know, you, you considered a marriage a one-time thing. You didn't even go back out there to see if you can find love again, right? 
Um, and I respect that, but I'm just like, damn, I don't know if I can really like do that or afford that. <laughs> so if I were to even consider getting married, even like it would have, to, I would have to vet that person like crazy. Like you're going to have to go through FBI, CIA, Quantico type fucking protocols to like really lock me down. <laughs> mm. Actually, I'm very curious. I mean, if it's too personal a question, you can tell me shut up. Um, because you said your mom's a divorcee. Is she the one who initiated that? Because I know in Albanian culture, it's extremely rare for people to get divorced. <laughs> it's extremely rare in Indian cultures to get divorced. So I totally understand and feel you. They're long, long, long story short, they were very unhappy for a very long time. And my dad kind of used divorce as a threat to be like, oh, well, if you're so unhappy, why don't you leave? Why don't you leave? And my mom's like, I don't want to leave. I just want to get better. Like, I want you to stop being this way or, you know, what we can work on ourselves. And he refused. So it first started with, if you're so unhappy, move out. And then she moved out and he was like, oh, damn, fine. Well, I'm going to let my ego drive me and be like, okay, well, if you're so unhappy, then why don't we get a divorce? And then boom, it happened. Wow. All right. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, being in obviously being America helps that being surrounded by people who are more with a more modern mindset. Oh, my God. I guess also new friends. (laughs) Yeah. If they were in India, she would still be living this like crazy and happy life. That's so sad to hear. I'm glad it didn't end up that way. Yeah. This is America. And she got a lot of support. (laughs) No, but that is awesome. I mean, oh, wait, sorry. I actually dropped my phone. I'm curious, actually. Uh, I mean, people like where I come from, like friends are extremely important. And, and in my culture, it's kind of pushed to only have Albanian friends to be surrounded by a culture. Are you surrounded mm-hmm. by Indian people specifically or just like a plethora of different nationalities, ethnicities and people with different goals I and have cultures? A, I have a plethora of different nationalities and friends. Actually, I so I grew up in New Jersey and my town and the surrounding towns are, have like an influx of Indian people. But I don't know how. I literally, the universe was like, we need to make Avisha dope in the future. So we need to put her in this part of the world. And I'm so happy they did because I grew up, like I know people, I know Indian people that grew up only hanging out, only talking to Indian people. And I don't, I don't have anything against them. Like that's just where you were put, that's the environment you were placed in and that's what you found conducive to like your happiness and your friendships and your relationships and your lifestyle. But I was not dealt those same cards. I went to Woodbridge High School at the time in my graduating year of 2010. There was maybe like six Indian people in my life class that I really knew of, right? And so, and I maybe talked to like one or two of the other Indians there. And there was like Edison High School, Colonia High School, J.P. Stevens. Dude, they would have pages upon pages of just Patels, bro. Okay, I was like the only Patel on my in my freaking graduating class. It was dope, except for maybe like one or two other kids. Um, but there was like pages and pages upon Patel, and so I actually did not grow up with a lot of Indian people in my life. And then I went to Seton Hall, and instead of joining the Indian group or like hanging out with all the Indian people, I joined all the Filipino people. I was in the Filipino group. I was in the Filipino club. They called me the Filipinian. I was a Filipinian. <laughs> it was great. Uh, I actually have an interesting question. Uh, so, like, you're meeting, you're young, you're meeting all these different cultures, ethnicities, but you're kind of 
in your own family, you're surrounded by this I guess, persona. Like Indian culture is the most important. Indian culture is people who you need to like vibe with and all that. What was the most yeah. I guess, surprising thing you found in other cultures where you're like, hey, you're like, oh, that's that's very interesting. Oh, that's the way they do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think like the aesthetic of social hangouts was like something that you found like sort of similar, but I don't know. It's just a different energy. Like different cultures complain about different things, but almost in the same way. And it's something like, that's such a good question that I don't have a full on answer for you that I think I'm really going to like sit around and ponder on because that's so interesting. There's similarities you see. And then there's some shit. They're just like, damn, my Indian ass family would not do that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm it's like, okay. I was like, first of all, I get my ass beat. I was like, they okay with that. Yes, that, that should happen yes. all the time. Yeah, like shade, right? Like people who are going to throw shade. Like in my family, if you throw shade, oh, you pocket that shit, you don't start that shit, and then you go and talk about that person behind their back. You know what I'm saying? But there's other groups that you throw shade, they throw you under the bus in front of everyone, and they do not care. And I'm like, damn, that would not happen. That would not happen with me. We talk shit about everybody behind their back. We don't put everything out in the open. <laughs> Bro, that, that, that actually is so fucking true. It's so similar to Albanian culture. Yeah, it's so it's interesting. Like, yeah, people shake your hand in the second that you walk away. They, that's it. They're talking shit about your family name. Yeah, this is yeah, that. I know like, their kids. Oh, shit. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, he doesn't have a degree. He's not in college yet. They're not married. That's how it works all the time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 